What's up, guys? Welcome to our podcast. My name is Cassidy. I'm JC. And I'm Kaylee. And welcome to our podcast, Dear Future Husbands. We all cook, we all clean, and we still ain't got no rings. (laughs) Yep, perfect. That's the (laughs) intro. That's the intro. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dear Future Husbands podcast. My name's Cassidy. I'm JC. And I'm Kaylee. And this podcast, we're going to be talking about JC's topic, whatever that's going to be. Let's see. What what are we talking about today, JC? So today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about veganism and my story and answering some common questions that people ask about it. All right, so let's start off then. How and why did you get into veganism? Starting from the beginning, when I first got interested in it was probably like around 2018. And that was when the documentary What the Health came out. And I also became a nutrition minor. And that was kind of like what interested me in eating less like red meats and dairy and transitioning more towards like healthier options so that was like the beginning i'd say and then i was still eating meat like at that time i wasn't like fully vegetarian or anything like that but then the following summer in 2019 i became friends with my friend sydney and she was vegan and so she was kind of like talking to me about why she went vegan and her reason was mostly for like the animals and that wasn't something that I really understood at the time like I was more thinking about the health aspect but she was kind of the reason that I understood more of the animal cruelty aspect and so after she started to talk to me that next fall we went on a trip together to Philadelphia and so that was when she like really started talking to me about like everything she went through and whatnot and so that was when I kind of was more motivated to then like try harder because then I would see her frequently so it'd just be nice to have someone like her kind of like encouraging me on the side because before then there wasn't really anyone in my life who was vegan and so yeah I just didn't have anyone like that to like be supporting me or like giving me resources and whatnot so once she became more of a bigger part of my life I'd say that's when I was more inspired and pushed myself more to try it and try harder at going vegan and so from last fall to like the spring of this 2020 I eventually like began eating less and less meat and so I kind of just ended up becoming vegetarian at some point and then this past April I decided to go like full out vegan so yeah that was basically how I went vegan also I had an influence on Cassidy who is now what do you what do you call yourself I'm like pescatarian what Cassidy really calls herself is a part-time vegan (laughs) yeah (laughs) but Cassidy's still if I want it I want it right yeah I eat poke that's why pescatarian I don't even know how I even influenced you like you kind of just did it I think she just watched the documentary I feel like yeah the the documentary game changers I felt like a big part of it I mean like I feel like I was I've always tried my best to like live sustainably Mm -hmm. but you guys know like I'm very like a very minimalistic person yeah but I never thought like I just thought about like recycling and like the basic stuff like that or like taking shorter showers and 
stuff like that. But then like when I got to know JC, I feel like her being the environmental science major and then she got into all about veganism. I learned more ways that you could live sustainably. So that's where like my journey into like pescatarianism and all of that started. Right. And then now we're going to do like most commonly asked questions. So Kaylee and Cassidy are going to ask these questions and then I'll give like, I'll try to keep short the answers. So who wants to start? You go, Kaylee. All right. So what is the difference between vegan versus plant-based? Okay, so basically um, being vegan is typically used by people who don't consume meat or dairy because of animal cruelty. So like their why is different. It's not just like what you eat, but also like what you buy. So people usually avoid buying anything that contributes to animal cruelty, including things like leather, like leather bags or fur coats and those kind of things versus plant-based, which is more focused on your diet. And so these are the people that don't consume meat or dairy because of their health. Which one do you see more of? I'd say veganism was definitely, I saw more of it when I first started like like being interested in it, just because I think it was a term that came before. But now, since I think plant-based mm-hmm. is more, it's like getting more popularized i don't know like people know more about it i think more people are using it especially because i think there's more like knowledge coming out about like why you should eat plant-based for your health kind of thing but i think veganism is definitely like more i see it more but i think eventually plant-based will be like as popular as the word vegan so yeah Second question. So I know with like veganism, a lot of like people's excuses or questions they ask is about protein. So where do you get your protein? So personally, for me, like my main sources of proteins are beans and tofu, just because beans are super easy to incorporate into dishes. And then tofu, it was just something that I grew up on. So it was really easy to incorporate that into different recipes too. But I do want to incorporate more like nuts and seitan, which is two other sources of proteins that being on like a plant-based diet, people encourage. But yeah, I think there's a stereotype that becoming vegan, you don't get enough protein, but you don't need meat to get adequate protein, basically. And so I researched the top 10 best foods highest in protein. Just to give you an example of like something that I eat like tofu compared to like a chicken breast and how much protein each gives. A lean chicken breast, like a six ounce breast, would give you 54.5 grams of protein, which is more than how much protein you need per day. And then firm tofu would give you like per cup, it would give you 43.5 grams of protein. And that would get you up to like 87% of your daily value of protein you need. And so if you just like incorporate a slice of like peanut butter toast, that would get you to your daily value with eating like tofu also. So you talked about chicken breast and tofu, but... I eat a lot of eggs, so why is eating eggs bad compared to meat? Because you're not killing animals for eggs. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. this is also something that I honestly did not, like, understand until, like, I learned more about it. 
and I watched like vegan activism videos. One vegan activism, Earthling Ed, he like makes a bunch of videos on like veganism and like how the dairy and meat industries are like cruel and whatnot. So I learned a lot through his videos. But basically what he talks about is that the dairy and egg industry is oftentimes more cruel than just the meat industry because in the meat industry, the animals are just like grown and slaughtered. But then the dairy and egg industry it's like the animals are basically continuously abused until they're no longer like useful or fertile to produce milk or eggs and then after that once they're no longer useful then they're just sent to the slaughterhouse just as like the animals in the meat industry so that's also a reason why I like wanted to make my way away from like vegetarian to becoming like fully vegan because how much crueler this industry is but it was definitely hard for me to give up cheese because i love cheese and i heard cheese is like the one you can taste yeah. the most difference from yeah with, like, like the, the fake ones. plant-based cheeses i mm-hmm. i still haven't found one that i would approve of basically <laughs> but it's definitely gotten better is vegan food more expensive? I feel like that's a common misconception or stereotype with veganism. Yeah. So my short answer is that it depends. Like basically, if you only eat vegan alternatives like plant-based, I don't know, meatballs or plant-based meats, like those alternatives that companies make, it can be more expensive. But if you just go based off of like not those alternatives and just incorporate like vegetables and fruits and beans and things like that, it could be a lot less expensive. So a lot of people are vegan due to animal cruelty and stuff, but do plants feel pain? So I think like there is this other misconception that plants also feel pain. So how are you justifying eating plants and not animals? But basically plants don't feel pain. Like they don't have a brain or a central nervous system, so they can't feel anything. And I don't know why there's that misconception. I think people just don't know. I've never heard someone say though a plant I haven't heard really that's why I was like what like we step on grass yeah, on- yeah. <laughs> I don't know maybe it's just people who are like uneducated then but anyways yeah they don't feel pain so yay I got another question for you JC okay. Is humanely raised meat better? Right. So, like, this is another question that Earthling Ed, go check him out, he, like, answered. But he basically said that, like, if an animal is raised just to be slaughtered, it could never be humane. So, that's the short answer. Okay, next question. You kind of mentioned this earlier uh, when you were talking about protein, but I think a worry maybe for athletes, could they be on a plant-based diet? So, yes, first of all. And Cassidy can talk more about this because she watched the documentary The Game Changers. So, Cassidy, do you want to talk about that documentary and what you learned? I mean, yeah, it's been almost a whole year since I watched it, so I don't remember that much. But the whole premise of the movie, it focuses on these, like, world top athletes. Like, they have people that were in the Olympics. They have professional, like, football players in it. They have collegiate, like, baseball players in it. And they're all basically examples of how they've been plant-based for, like, so many years and stuff like that. And they're, like, still at the top of their game. And they're doing, like, amazing things in all of their sports. So definitely you can be an athlete and have a plant-based diet even like the athletes like they're all different ranges like you have like those super lean guys that like run 100 miles Mm. and stuff like that but there's also like they cover their story about like this guy who's like one of the strongest guys in the world and like he like 
can lift I don't know how many people and like squat this many people but yeah so it's possible right. for everyone all sizes and ages and then I just wanted to mention a couple like professional athletes who are on a plant-based diet now from like Colin Kaepernick to Tia Blanco Alex Morgan and DeAndre Jordan and there's like more but those are the four that I knew of so I decided to include them in this and then I just also wanted to like mention like celebrities who are also vegan my favorites Lizzo and Billie Eilish and then my brother's favorite who is I don't know if you guys know Ariana this Grande. yeah Ariana Grande that's his like favorite um and then also on the list that I looked up was Stevie Wonder so that was really cool but yeah next question don't cows need to be milked so no cows don't need to be milked this is also something that when earthling ed like talked about the dairy and egg industry being really cruel this is like another point he brought in to that argument was because like in order for cows to produce milk just as like humans produce milk they need to be pregnant so this only applies to female cows and in order to get them pregnant right on a scale of demand that like the food industry has these dairy farms actually like artificial inseminate these female cows and so he basically says they're like raping these female cows to get these male sperms inside of them so i was like oh my god so then i think that was like when i transitioned away from dairy but no cows do not need to be milked to survive they will be perfectly fine without being milked so another common question is, don't you need meat to be yeah, healthy? Yeah, so the answer to this is no, you don't need meat to be healthy. And actually, red meat especially is shown to increase your risk of death through diseases like heart disease, stroke, or diabetes. And so definitely not. You do not need to eat meat to be healthy. It's actually better if you don't eat meat. So another reason why you should go plant-based or vegan. Next question. If everyone went vegan, what would happen to all the farm animals? So I think people don't understand that these huge like animal agriculture companies are only producing to meet the demand of us, like the consumers. So if people stop buying like meat and poultry and things like that in the market, then these companies will stop making it and like breeding these animals to be slaughtered, basically, because essentially they just want to make a profit. So if they're losing money because they're producing all of this like meat but people aren't buying it then they will produce less of it do you guys have anything else you want to add in i have a question what do you do personally when you crave if you even crave anymore yeah um, that's a good question you know like i feel like i like don't crave meat anymore which is kind of interesting like even when i smell meat or like my mom's like cooking hamburger or something i don't want to eat it anymore which is interesting i don't know what like why i think initially i definitely like was still craving it i guess and then i would just try to incorporate these vegan alternatives i talked about like vegan meat alternatives so i think definitely like finding those alternatives when you're first transitioning will help you cassie did you want to say something yeah something just popped into my mind is just like the idea of like veganism slash plant-based and like is it whether or not is it a privilege because i know like some communities Mm -hmm. like food deserts and stuff they might not have access to like fresh like fruits and vegetables and like maybe their only source of income is like fast food yeah and that's something also that i like learned recently too is that like being vegan or eating plant-based is a privilege just because 
like what Cassidy said, if you don't have the resources available, then it's a lot harder, sometimes even impossible to do this. And also, I did read this one girl who has like a disease where she can't go fully plant-based or vegan because she has some kind of condition where she just can't process the foods and so that restricts her from going fully vegan or plant-based so it's definitely a privilege there's no doubt about it that it's a privilege to go vegan and plant-based so i'm grateful that i have the resources and i have the privilege to do so i think it'll help also which i didn't mention earlier if the government like switches to subsidizing like fresh fruits and vegetables because they don't what the government subsidizes is the meat and dairy industry which is why it's like more affordable to buy those items versus like fresh fruits and vegetables which are quote like expensive so yeah if we just like put more pressure on the industries i think things will start changing and that can come from you as a consumer so i always say you can vote with your dollar and i think it's very true especially for a movement like this i actually do have one more question if you're eating plant-based or vegan i've heard that a lot of people take supplemental vitamins because they don't get enough vitamins and right. other things like that um, uh, is think, that true or i think with any like with any diet you have you have to be aware of like what you're eating and what like nutrients you're not getting enough of i think that's with like any diet whether it's you go vegan plant-based or if you go like pescatarian like cassidy like any diet you like start you have to be like more aware of like what you're not getting enough of versus like before when you're eating like a more balanced diet basically what i'm saying is everything in moderation and just make sure you're not eating like too much of one thing like you're making your diet balanced and diverse and you'll be fine and if you're really worried then like you can like every food item has like a nutritional label or if it's like a fresh produce then you can like look it up and see what kind of nutrients each provides and you can like do your calculations yourself but i'm personally i don't have time to do that so i do take a daily vitamin just to make sure i'm getting like the things that i need but i do know like one vitamin that you don't get if you are plant-based or vegan is vitamin B12. And I think it's because that vitamin is like made or processed through like animals. So like cows and whatnot, they like produce it somehow in their bodies and whatnot. So when you become vegan and plant-based, you don't get that. So that's definitely a vitamin I do know that you don't get. But other vitamins and minerals and nutrients, I've heard you can get as a vegan or plant-based eater. But yeah, I just don't have time. So I take vitamins. Cool. Oh, wait. I don't know if you want to put this in or not. But I was just thinking, like, the thing that bothers me with, like, veganism and plant-based is that, like, vegans or plant-based, it's, like, no, like, zero meat, zero, like, dairy. But, like, I feel like, is there a term that describes more veganism as, like, a spectrum? Yeah. Because, like... I wouldn't call myself the vegan because like I still like sometimes right. eat dairy, but like I don't eat it as much as like right. other people or stuff like that. So is there like some kind of like term or like definition to describe that? Yes. It's called flexitarian. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. It's basically like a term that people use in the Mediterranean. And it's basically a term that means a person who has a primarily vegetarian diet, but occasionally eats meat or fish. So I don't know where dairy falls within that. But that incorporates like the meat and fish aspect. And I think it's more focused on like health because veganism is definitely focused on like animal cruelty. So it's kind of like all or nothing, right? Because you can't be like for the animal 
animals, but then still eat animals kind of thing. So if you're more towards like health and like wanting to get there, but then you're not quite there yet, flexitarian is definitely a term that I've been starting to hear used more commonly, which is like not to the extreme of being plant-based, but it's like on the spectrum, basically. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Gotcha. And so the last question, it wasn't on this like most commonly asked list, but it is something that I recently have been learning more about. And it's basically the question about like, what about human suffering or like human exploitation in this animal agriculture industry? And so, yeah, I recently stumbled upon this girl's Instagram account and she basically like talked about how like it's not only the animals who are being taken advantage of it's also like the people like people who either are facing like workplace exploitation like working for these companies not getting paid fair wages or it's not like a safe working environment or also things like food inequity environmental racism i also watched this documentary i don't know which one it was but it basically showed this like community i think in the south somewhere it was like a majority black community and their community was located next to a pig slaughterhouse and so a lot of like the waste would flow through like their streams and contaminate their waters and things like that so there's definitely also this like aspect of human exploitation in this industry also and i think it is important to start becoming more of like intersectional with activism is what she was talking about also and I agree with that but she also said that like if you're not an intersectional activist then it's like basically good for nothing and I don't agree with that like I think any progress towards making people and animals suffer less is good progress because for me like I didn't really think about this whole like human exploitation aspect of the vegan movement until like I read her post And so I think there's just a lot of people who don't know about it and who just aren't educated on it. And so I think rather than shaming people for not knowing the whole picture and how everything connects, I think it's better to just like encourage people to eat plant-based or just live a more cruelty-free life. And I think like changing that tone of being more like positive and encouraging people, I think that will be like a game changer in terms of this movement continuing to grow and reach other people so yeah that was like the last question that i just wanted to answer and then i just wanted to talk about like if you are thinking about going vegan or plant-based like it's different for every person in terms of like how fast you transition if that's your goal like don't compare yourself to like other people because your journey and your progress is like on your own timeline like if you want to go vegan but it's taking you like a couple of years that's okay but if you decide to go vegan tomorrow that's also okay like it's your own journey and i think any progress is good progress especially when it comes to like this and living a more cruelty-free life so yeah that's my little snippet on why i went vegan and some commonly asked questions about it thank you guys for listening to me mostly talking during this episode we won't do this quite often (laughs) it was just Mm -hmm. like a thing we wanted to do because the three of us are very passionate about certain subjects and wanted to kind of teach you guys or share our experiences in certain areas. And so I'm glad I was able to talk about that a little bit in case people on here are thinking about wanting to eventually go plant-based or vegan. So hopefully this helped. 
thanks Cassidy and Kaylee for giving good input and asking questions to me so I wasn't the only person talking. (laughs) But that's basically (laughs) it. Yes, and if you guys have any more questions, I'm sure JC would love to answer them. You could just DM us at our Instagram at Dear Future Husbands Podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... Other than that, that's all we have today. Tune in next week for my special episode, but the topic will be will <laughs> remain a secret until then. Yep, so you have to tune in. But yeah, see you next that, week. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> <And> bye. <laughs> bye.